Time again, 6 o'clock, it's H3 on a Wednesday. How are y'all doing this week? Hot. It's it been hot. It is sunny and 84 outside, but only for a little bit longer before the rain comes in. That's right. It's going to be raining tomorrow, probably. Raining tomorrow and Friday in the mid-state. Well. And we, it's we raining. It's raining tears of something in the Ballard household because... School started School's this week. back in, yes. So, I think Smyrna and having all of our friends up there, I think they go back Monday. I think, yeah, Rutherford County's going to be back Monday. Uh, I saw where a couple of western counties started last week. Oh, Lord. So it, see, is, it is earlier. In North earlier. Carolina, they don't go back till later. Yeah, I noticed that even in the in the north and in the east. Now, in the north, I get it because you got to contend with snow and you got to kind of, you know, build your... your year around that but in the east i haven't figured that one out yet but they don't start till after labor day right but i you know but they also will go through june yep so and that's bad because i remember whenever i was in high school yeah talking about going back uh you know that was centuries ago i know that's what you figured but uh it's been a long time it's over 40 years can you believe that i was thinking about it the other day 40 Years. Leslie and I were talking about high school reunions, both of us, and, and I didn't like that number. No, 40 years for me, but uh, I graduated. We had so much snow. Yeah. And we had so many weeks that we were out that we actually did not graduate till June 16th. Because you had to make it up? Yep. I can remember doing that here in Middle Tennessee one year. Uh, had to be around 94 when we had that ice storm come through. Mm hmm and we missed so much school that they decided to make it up by extending the days until 4.30 every day. Yep. And or sometimes like we would have weekends, we'd go on Saturday. Yeah. Now you wanna, you wanna shoot somebody, I mean, that's just terrible. I'll tell you what though, I, I did love in college, which you know was, was longer ago than I would like to remember, but yeah. uh, not so long ago that I don't remember. I love, we, we went, we started after Labor Day, I was done 1st of December. That's it. Didn't go back till the middle of January. And yep. then we were still out at the end of April. It was unbelievable that, you know, now they've got so many days that they just give them. I want to know. Uh, I wonder how they thought we learned anything in that short period I don't of time. know. I guess, you know, you study. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Well, we did some studying, but that is, that does bring us to today's topic. So since we're, we're in back-to-school fashion right now. That's what we're going to discuss today, the all-important topic of study. So being a good student in school, being a good student of the Bible. Well, it's hard, you know, when people say, why should I study? Well, the Scripture is very clear in uh, 2 Timothy 3.16. All Scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training yep. in righteousness. The reason we study is to train ourselves, mm -hmm. to have answers. One of the quick things that I, I always put ourselves on is, you know, whenever the Lord was tempted, he threw scripture back at the devil. Mm -hmm. 
well, why don't we study to show ourselves approved that we can fight the devil with scripture yeah. or we can fight questions with scripture. Uh, everybody asks questions. Everybody wants to know what's going on. So one of the things that I think in my, you know, I love studying three or four o'clock in the morning, uh, early in the afternoon, instead of taking a nap, <laughs> I'll get out and I'll study. But being a pastor, you've got to study something every week and it's gotta be something different. And so you're always looking for sermons, you're always looking for stuff that people would need, you pray about it, and then the Lord will direct you to what you need to study. Is it hard to study while you're going to school? Sure. But you still need to take time, even if it's just a little bit. So, it, you know, just to kind of sidestep on you there for a second, you were talking about studying to be able, you know, to give your sermons and things mm -hmm. like that. So I think in most people's head, in a, in a you know, everyday kind of, you know, Joe the Plumber type application, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Nobody is shocked by the fact that you're studying on a daily basis to be able to provide a good message and to be a good shepherd on Sundays. And so I think the, the topic today that we, we want to spend some time on is everybody else that's not us, that doesn't have to come up here and right. deliver a message. Why do they study? What should they study? Mm -hmm. And what are the importance of both? And, and I'd, I'd love to key, key in on the scripture you just read because I obviously you know prepared for this today, came across mm -hmm. a similar scripture where he talks about we have to study, we have to be educated right. to be able to discern truth from falsehoods. That's right. So and understanding the Bible sets you up to understand why rocks are thrown at you. Yeah. Well also, and, and you and you and I've had this conversation uh, even just yeah. here recently. Yeah. There are so many celebrity preachers out there who reach the masses with what they say. And I mean, not only are they in mega churches preaching to thousands of people every week, mm -hmm. but millions of people see these things. Right. And a lot of that stuff is, I mean, it is. They're not lying. Hand to God. That's what the Bible says word for word. But what they tell you that means, right? That's where I think the study. That's it. I think that's where the study and what he's saying right there is, is right. false prophets mm -hmm. being able to discern between what it actually says, what it actually means, mm -hmm. and what that person is trying to sell you. Right. And we also have to understand that the Bible's broken into two parts. Yeah. You have to understand that for the children of Israel, the Bible was written as a law. And they had all these laws that they had to follow, which is the Old Testament. And it sets up for the cross. Mm. And it sets up for Jesus coming. And then there's a 400-year gap between Malachi and Matthew. And so if you study the scripture, you understand that not everything that is quoted in the Old Testament is under grace. Right. Now, a lot of us get confused about that. They said, well, God said it. Yes, he did. Mm -hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. He did say it. And I go down with scripture saying the scripture is true. It's infallible. It's, it's not got error in it. But we have to understand the context of scripture. 
when you're studying, you have to understand the context, who it was written to, and just, let's just throw something out there. Tattoos. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people have their idea made up that, you know, the Old Testament, you shouldn't mark yourself. And so they're sitting there talking about, you know, tattoos are bad. Well, we know what we're getting ready to do. Yeah. Okay. And I've looked at it. I've studied it and everything. And we've got a message for our tattoo. Sure. We're not doing it just to throw something on our skin. We have a message and it might open up. And, you know, I told you I wanted to get it before I go on my cruise mm -hmm. because I, it's a conversation starter. And the one thing about it is I want to study to make sure that people, whenever they do say, well, the Bible tells me you can't do this. And I'm going to say, well, grace tells me I can. You know, the Bible tells me that if I'm under grace, I don't have to follow all the laws, but there are laws that you follow all the time. Sure. I mean, you know, Ten Commandments. You should try to find out since you something well, there today. <laughs> there are the things, I, you know, that, that are from the Old Testament that stand the test of time, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Grace or not, you should, you should do That's these right. things. And then there are the laws that mm -hmm. were of the time that, you know, as much have something to do with the times they were given in as much as anything else. Right. Well, why should we trust the Bible? Because that's God's word to us. And, if and you it's always reliable. Him, that's it. It's always without error. It's unique and it's called holy books because there's a reason. It's God breathed. Mm -hmm. In other words, he wrote the book for us to study and to apply ourselves to. Uh, one of the scriptures that I found whenever I was put, we were putting this together, what has been is what will be and what has been done is what will be done and there is nothing new under the sun. A lot of people have come up with their Bible. Yeah. They're coming up with scripture, like you said, interpretation. If you study and make sure you're grounded, then when people throw a different interpretation, you'll figure it out. A lot of Bibles today kind of take sin and say it's okay. Sin is not okay. Um, and it's not. But at the same time, people will be telling you, my Bible doesn't preach against sin because they're reading a version of the Bible that took sin out. Well, so, I mean, to that, and, and I think the most colloquial colloquial way of, of saying that, that everybody... That's that education. That's it. Right there, man. That's that public education. <laughs> but the way we would say it, that I think everybody has heard this here lately, is there used to be the truth. Right? right, two plus two always equals four, and and our biblical beliefs were no different. Mm -hmm. Three crosses equal four given. You know, blood of Christ. All of that meant what it meant. The rules were what they were. Right. Now we don't have the truth anymore. We've watered it down. We've perverted it so much to the point that we have your truth mm -hmm. and my truth. Right, and it's all separate. And, it, and, it's, and separate. it's not even a, a truth. It's the same book, yep. and likely is. Neither one of them are right. Mm -hmm. But we've gotten to that point, and I think we've gotten there because of the miseducation. Mm -hmm. Not only are we educating the wrong things, that's if we're educating at all. Right. And that's never more evident than in our churches. Mm -hmm. 
which I'm, I'm going to say our church is meeting, even our online ministries and things right. like we talked about earlier that you can see that, that people are putting out there, but also in our, in our government. Mm -hmm. I mean, our governmental divisions are taking liberties to do things they were never intended to do because the majority of our society is not educated enough right. to know they shouldn't be doing it. Or the majority will not say anything. They'll just, well, sit back. They'll just sit back and say, well, you know, I'm not going to argue with it because I don't know the truth. Well, I've never they, been to church. Because they know the truth and they don't want to be shouted down. What's going to happen? The majority's rising, though. Yeah. What's going to happen when the majority of the people that live in the United States, let's just use that as an example, don't know what a Bible is? Man, that's... Now, just, I mean, because we're... So, we don't understand it. It's so old that I don't yeah. think we'll ever have a time when we don't know what it is. But I think we're coming upon a very real time, either in the next two generations or or possibly the third. Maybe it's my great-grandkids that that are so far removed from it that what we take for granted, no that's it. What the stories that we take for granted are going to be taken for granted. They won't right. know the context of it anymore or the content of it. I like talking about, you know, and sharing jokes all the time, but, you know, one of them, somebody, I think it was you, Senator, somebody sent it about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, it's been so hot. Mm -hmm. And and then the thing about it is you talk about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, nobody knows what you're talking about hardly. Mm -hmm. But a grounded Christian knows, somebody that studied the Old Testament knows, somebody that studied the New Testament knows. But the thing about it is we're going to get to a place, and unless the Lord comes back, which I can expect him any day, any moment, but if the Lord does tarries and we're going to get to a point to where we might know, like you said, know what the Bible is, but we don't understand it because we didn't study. That's it. We ought to take a little bit of time. Now, I know with the school year starting and everybody hustle bustle, yep. you've got new classes, you've got homework. Homework doesn't stop you from reading the Bible in the morning. No. Homework doesn't stop. I'm not telling you to study six hours a day. I'm not telling you that you've got to study this, 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 and know it all by next Sunday. The thing about it is you haven't put it in little bitty doses. Well, I'll tell you, you my, still my favorite thing now, obviously, mm -hmm. uh, we moved. Uh, we, we have a new address. Praise and the Lord. That's it. The Ballard home has a home now. Um, but I now have... very good-looking decks. It, I, they are professionally <laughs> built, too. But we, I have now a 25, 30-minute commute in the morning and I will tell you audible is, is my new I've always liked audible because it was something that kind of in the in the silent hours could pass the time but now I've found these these whole series of, of books by authors Ooh. that I like uh, Mark Driscoll Brian Tome Max Lucado all of those guys that are, are writing good reliable pieces right biblical works mm -hmm. sound doctrine sound doctrine and you can get it all, some of them are free. Yeah. You can download it, and man, it makes a 30-minute drive to and from work every day. Really? Study easy. time. That's exactly right. Well, I told you, I study, you know, traveling. Yep. I mean, I hate to say it, but I'm not one to go out and just sit in a restaurant for four hours or just yeah. talk. So what I do is I get a lot of studying times when I'm traveling. Next week, I've got to make a quick trip down to Alabama. Two nights I get to study. Mm -hmm. I'll get to see, you know, some of the things I don't normally get to study, I would be able to do it. So 
you just got to pick and choose just like you. I mean, for somebody that gets up in the morning early, 20 minutes earlier sure. and read something. 20 minutes before you go to bed, read something. You still got to do your homework, kids. I'm sorry. You know, I'm not going to tell you you got to study the Bible and not do your homework. That's not going to work. But at the same time, parents make sure they have at least, I would say, at least 10 to 15 minutes a day to where they can read one scripture. Well, I find out something about it. I'll tell you that the greatest thing that we did, and we, we started it earlier this year, unfortunately, the move kind of broke it up a little bit, but I know we're going to get back to it. We bought, uh, I'm going to call it a concordance, but I know that's mm -hmm. not what it is, but it is a exterior study piece. Gotcha. And so it doesn't walk you through, it, it, it takes you through all the books of the Bible, but not individually, not, you know, as they occur. They're not uh, in chronological or, or however they appear. And what it was really neat for us is it tells you the, the books you're going to read that day. Oh, cool. So we read, you know, the five mm -hmm. or six verses attached to that. And then that has a number of questions that we can ask. It has a number of questions that it answers. And we were doing that every night. And, and that's that's something simple. You know, take 30 minutes out. Instead of watching the last episode of whatever, we got DDRs. You can watch anytime you want. Take 30 minutes with your kids or with your spouse and do that. You've got to make the effort. Yep. You've got to make the time. But something that you just described is needed in all the homes. Yeah. And another thing, too, is we're talking about why do we study the Bible and not study a book? Well, the Bible is reliable. The Bible is truth. Mm. Uh, sometimes, like you said, the interpretation, somebody writes a book, it might be totally opposite mm -hmm. of what sound doctrine is. We should read the Bible because God does not change. It, it's not going to change. Now, your interpretation, somebody might interpret it wrong, but the Bible is the Bible. And so we need to study it. We need to read it and study it because... There's a lot of false teaching out there, and you need sure. to know. And that's what you said when we first started. We got to know the truth. Yeah. I mean, you know, the, the old saying, the truth will set you free. Well, the truth will help you when somebody else throws darts at you. I also question. think, you know, and we get, we get uh, you know, questioned a lot of, you know, how do you know whether this is true? I, I thought this mm -hmm. guy was telling me truth. And I think that the old adage that the truth rings you know, has a ring to it. Right. I think you know when you're hearing the truth. Right. If you question it, I mean, not that you shouldn't question truth, mm -hmm. but if you if you truly question it, I mean, if there's an inner piece of you that says, man, I just don't know about that, then you're probably not getting something that's all together. Right. Well, let, let me ask you a question. Do you believe the Bible? Yes. Do you believe the Old Testament is truth? Mm-hmm. Okay, everybody come up with a reason that Moses did not and the Lord did not separate the Red Sea. Right. There's a lot of false information out there. It was low tide. It well, was it was during the year and it was only two inches deep. So I just read a study on that very thing. <laughs> so somewhere in the mid sixties, right? In the you know expand your mind era that I'm sure you participated in a little bit. Oh no, here we go. Um, <laughs> it became where people were we were too smart, we were too enlightened mm -hmm. to believe the mystical parts of the Bible. 
And so since that era, they have begun this, this, I mean, and they're teaching this in some of the biblical colleges now mm-hmm. to kind of sidestep those pieces. Right. So if it's, if it's mystical, and, and, I, and I use that word, you know, no, no, it's miracles. It is, miracles. But if it's mystical, if it doesn't, if it's not something you see now, they encourage ministers, young ministers, don't don't dive deep on that, kind of touch touch on that and move on. And they do that because they feel like we'd rather teach them, we'd rather get them committed, we'd rather get them educated on the right. things that they don't have to question. And they'll deal with this, you know, later. Maybe they believe it, maybe they don't, but they believe the rest of it. So we're creating this this gene pool, if you will. Right. Of, of 90 percenters is what I'm calling it. Mm-hmm. They, they believe 90 percent of the Bible. Right. They're not certain that he parted the Red Sea. They're kind of iffy on that whole water to wine deal. And I even heard one the other day where of the four books that mention the fact that Jesus walked on the water, three of them, they believe, oh, it really was really walking at the high tide. He was, he was on the That's shore. That's what I'm saying. You come up with something yeah. to tell everybody, let's talk about study. Yeah. Now you know, I've had the opportunity to study a little bit, just a little, just a little. And whenever you're talking about the Red Sea, there's a little tidbit, a couple of chapters after the Red Sea, that tells me that Jesus, you know, God when he when he gave Moses the way to separate it. Let me tell you how much power that is. When it was separated, the waters become like jello. Now, why jello? Well, if you calculate if you calculate the wind needed and the air for people to walk yeah. from one side to the other, and how wide it had to be to get it all everybody over in one night, the miracle was the walls of water became jello because that had the consistency that would let the air travel. That was a solid piece. They would have smothered. If it, that. if it would have stayed water, then it froze it. There, there's a piece <laughs> of it that we don't consider, and it just dawned on me based on the experience we just had building those decks. Yeah, muddy that had to be. <laughs> and you know how difficult it was for us to move 10 feet with just a little bit of mud on our boots. Yeah, but you it was dry. That had to be. So it had to be dry enough to get them through all of it. It was dry. Yeah. The, the Lord took the waters off, and it was dry. So they had a dry path. Mm. And so whenever you're studying that and you really just break it down, engineering-wise, <laughs> physics-wise, it makes sense of what the Bible tells us because any other consistency would have been bad for the children of Israel. But they walked right through, got over and started singing a song. And so all of that is, is biblical study. You're biblical studying study. the actual Bible. We talked mm-hmm. about that, you know, for the first here 23 minutes or so. Right. Uh, and we're, we'll probably run just a little bit over, and that's okay. Oh, okay. But let me ask you, mm-hmm. I, I know you study things other than the Bible. Right. That, that are, you know, like we talked about earlier, sound doctrine. And they give you a perspective that you can then take back into your biblical studies as well. Right. So I know that, that I, you know, I've got a number of books that I've, I've read here lately that I've really enjoyed that deal with the, the topics of uh, self-identity as Christians. I've read some on, on uh, Christian marriages. Mm-hmm. What are the things that, that you have done or that you read that are outside of the Bible but are still biblical studies? 
history. Okay. So um, a lot of Egypt history. Yeah. A lot of Roman mm -hmm. history. Uh, love to hear stories about during the biblical times. Uh, a lot of people say, well, you don't have any history. Well, a lot of people say you shouldn't read quote unquote the Apocrypha, but it's a lot of history and it's a lot of information. Mm -hmm. So I love reading them, uh, read them all. But the thing about it is it, you can read stuff that is backed up in the Bible. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing to me, I love history. Uh, I love reading about the history of the United States. A lot of people do not understand that. A lot of people do not understand how you relate that back to the Bible. Well, let's go up to Washington and see how many scriptures are on the monuments. Yep. Let's see what's going on. Uh, I've read a lot of engineering books and how fundamentals and how the miracles yep. actually were miracles. Uh, you know, it's just amazing to me when you put two and two together, you don't have core math, I'm sorry. <laughs> but but the thing about it is two and two is still equal four. It does, yeah. And so I've read a lot of books. I love history. But one of the things that I really like reading is some of the, I hate to say it, but some of the false teaching out there so I'll know what to that it be against it, you know. So, <laughs> in my education, in my educational career, I was I was never taught to say that's not that's not true or that's not sound mm -hmm. to throw that out. We we were you know hey read that first, mm -hmm. and then read this, and then read this, and then read right. this, and then and then form an educated opinion on the subject. Generally speaking, if you read four things, three of them are going to be somewhat right. One of them will be all wrong, mm -hmm. but you'll you'll develop you know the general truth out of that. Right. And so much of anything mm -hmm. is is something you have to take on faith. Right. So don't be a ninety percenter. Right. Right. You gotta somewhat take that ten percent leap of faith. I'm glad that you believe the ninety percent, but you feel like you can back up it. But read the rest of it. Listen to those other individuals we we're talking about earlier, and and note. I mean, you can't just go learn math for the sake of learning math. You have to take right. a test every now and then to know that you know it. Well, one of my biggest things is comparative religions. Yeah. In other words, I love studying something that tells me what they believe in. So I'll know exactly where it came from that they might be going the wrong way, or yeah. you know, some of them are just made up stories, bedtime stories. But that's a you know, I, I respect them for being what they are. But at the same time, I know they're wrong. Sure. But I pray for them. Uh, but the thing about it is, you need to study first scripture, and then when you're studying something else, always go back to the scripture. So I regardless like of what it is. I like the pieces. I like books that will dive into a singular subject right. that I that they can back up biblically. So right. I, I I just finished um, a book called Real Marriage, and it discusses uh, from both perspectives mm -hmm. the the constitutes of a Christian marriage. Right, and they back that up with with sound doctrine. It's all backed up with biblical passage. But I like that because it's not just it's not a global study. It's a very macro piece, and, and, I, and I like that. And, and, and I've moved on to a new one that is on the, uh, I don't want to say mystical, but the, uh, the spiritual realms that exist mm -hmm. even in today's 
that, you know, between angels and demons in our own encounters. Mm -hmm. And uh, even Amelia joined me on that one the other day. But like I said, we got a 30-minute car ride. If you're in the car with Dad, <laughs> this is probably what you're going to listen to. But I think it's easy to take on those things. Mm -hmm. We talked about how, you know, everybody can take 20 or 30 minutes in your car ride. But, but something as simple as that, mm -hmm. you know, Lucado's got over 50 books somewhere and the majority of them are free on Audible or Amazon right. or something. Well, it's just like, you know, you just said angels. Yeah. A lot of people are misled because some people started the rumors that when you die, you become an angel. Yep. Angels are created. Mm -hmm. So you find something like that, a statement, and then you go and you start searching it and you find out all the scripture that back up yeah. about where the angels now then you started you know some people make statements about Satan mm -hmm. and then you start studying that and you find out that Satan was created yeah he was created and he was created for a reason but then he had the free will to think well I'm just as good as the, you know God so he got kicked out with all his angels he wasn't yeah. just him a lot of people say well you know the devil got thrown out and then he converted everybody no he took his angel, the, the, you know, they, they got kicked out too. So what I'm saying is, you know, stuff like that, that's why we stuck. So exactly. And, and, and you and I are sitting here, you know, demonstrating the, the continuous study that, that mm -hmm. we've done. We're, when we could bat that back and forth for a long time. But I think, you know, we, we've illustrated the point that you have to study in order to be able to determine what's real and what's not, what's truth right. and what's, what's fiction. But also the, the value of that. And so to, to all the youngsters who may pick this up later or, or oldsters who are going to you know, still look at your education, you know, the, the Bible says that, that knowledge is worth more than silver and gold. Right. And it's, you know, I had a teacher way back when when I didn't want to do homework, you know, swore to me that my education was extremely valuable because they could never take it from you. Right. And, you know, as an adult, there's a lot of value in that statement. Mm -hmm. They can they can come in and they can shut my churches down. Mm -hmm. They can make me wear a mask. They can they can, do they can make me look at rainbow yep. flags all day. They they can do just about anything they want, but they cannot take, take my education. From exactly. They can pervert it. They can tell me I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. They can teach my kids you know whatever they want to teach them. But at the end of the day. My education may, in fact, be as valuable to me as it as it could be to my children if I'm now, you know, responsible for right. their education as well. So I think, especially what we learn in school, you can take that, you can apply that to the Bible, to your study of the Bible. If you learn how to tell the difference between what really happened in the North and South, you know, war here, as long versus, as they're still teaching that, you know, yeah, but you. And I think kids even today are smart enough to, to know when they're being handed a line. Oh, we just It's a lot easier to take the line, right? So we teach them to value the education, not only of their, their biblical education, but their scholarly education as well, because the two ought to walk hand in hand. And eventually when you're, you know, when you're an adult, it, it will. So always, you know, people are going back to school to study. Study not only the Bible, but study and make good grades because we need people to apply themselves in school and we need people to learn how to read, how to write, and how to do arithmetic. It's all old school, buddy. Like everything you do, do for the glory of God, even That's if what right. you do is algebra. So 
Get you those it. grades up. Study hard. Remember, God loves you. BWC loves you. Come on down and join us. Where are they going to join us? 5237 Murfreesboro Road, College Grove. We'll see you guys Sunday. See you Sunday.